0: Welcome to Tea Time in Hadassah's World podcast, where we talk about everything from religion to travel to marriage to politics, basically everyday life and hard topics that most people don't really wanna touch on. I just wanna thank you for joining this week's episode and I hope that you enjoy and that you return. Hey y'all, welcome to today's podcast. Um, I am a little bit behind on the podcast episode, you have to forgive me. I was kind of going through a rough patch, Um, but now I'm back and things will be back on schedule. I'll probably be releasing up to like four episodes all at once, so just an FYI um, for today we will be speaking on complex PTSD, basically a deeper form of PTSD that I just learned about um, just about a week or two ago. Um, So first, I want to cover the signs of complex PTSD, and then we will move on to my experience with PTSD, or I'm sorry, C-PTSD. So the signs of complex PTSD is difficulty controlling your emotions, feeling very hostile and distrustful towards the world, constant feelings of emptiness and hopelessness, Feeling as if you are permanently damaged and worthless. Feeling as if you are completely different to other people. Feeling like no one can understand what has happened happened to you. Avoiding friendships and relationships or finding them very difficult. Often experiencing dissociative symptoms such as depersonalization or derealization, regular suicidal feelings, having emotional flashbacks that make you feel like you are experiencing the same situation or trauma you endured in the past, but not realizing that this is only a flashback and not the actual trauma. So what are the causes of complex PTSD? So we covered the signs and now for the causes. Um, most people don't realize that severe uh, consistent trauma over an extended period of time can cause a more deeper uh, trauma than PTSD, and a lot of the times this can be misdiagnosed with PTSD or even ADD or um, bipolar bipolar disorder. So the causes of complex PTSD is childhood abuse, neglect, or abandonment, Ongoing domestic abuse and violence, repeatedly witnessing violence or abuse, being forced to become a sex worker, torture, kidnapping, or slavery, being a prisoner of war, Um, you experienced trauma at an early age, the trauma lasted for an extended long period of time, escape or rescue were unlikely or very impossible, you've experienced multiple traumas, and you were harmed by someone close to you. So with that said... If you have experienced any of this, I would recommend um, speaking with a trusted mentor or friend and try to find yourself a counselor. Now, I will say, from based on my um, research, there are only roughly ten, um, maybe more. I don't know. This article was uh, written back in like 2017, so there could be more by now. Um, but there are only about ten um, certified counselors. In CPTSD, that are very aware of the complex disorder of this certain PTSD. Um, however, if you go to um, beautyafterbruises.org and um, send them an email, and they can connect you with a uh, counselor that they recommend that can help you with the complex PTSD issues in your area, um, regardless of whether there's only 10 um, specialized, um, counselors for this particular issue, um, they still recommend that you try and reach out, because they can find someone that, even though they may not be totally specialized in it, they may be aware of it, and have education or experience with working with certain people with it, so, yeah, don't give up your search, because, um, it, it will happen, and healing will come, so my experience with complex PTSD, my experience with CPTSD has been very strange, but when I realized what it was, it made absolute perfect sense and felt like the missing puzzle piece to my healing journey. I would never understand why my emotions would rage anytime I found myself in a PTSD moment and I could not control my emotions. I always felt like I was back in the trauma and that it is why I reacted the way that I did. It brought me back to my past any time I would rage, and if I'm honest, I felt like a totally different person during my CPTSD moments, almost like an outer body experience. So many people see me as the bubbly, nice, outgoing girl on the outside, but during the times of my CPTSD, I was nothing but rude, mean, and full of intense fear, anxiety, and anger. It got to the point that it was affecting all of my relationships so negatively, and I felt so helpless in controlling my emotions when I would have what is called an emotional flash flashback because it felt like I was diving and drowning in a deep ocean full of demonic emotions that sucked me and kept me down. It was always really scary to me. I always told people that anytime I would have an emotional flashback that causes me to react in a very negative and weird way to just come up to me and hug me and keep hugging me until I relax. It's the best thing you can do for anyone who is going through a flashback because it calms and grounds them and gives them peace because oftentimes they do not realize in that moment nor understand that the emotions and mental images that, they, that are consuming them are separate from their current reality. That is how it was for me and I pray that CPTSD gets more awareness because I knew I had a form of PTSD but still felt like there was, a, there was something that was missing and never knew um, what it was until I knew about complex PTSD just honestly just a few weeks ago when I was, um, when I was doing some research one line um but yeah and that it literally changed everything for me once I found that out because then I was like okay well now that I know the missing puzzle piece to uh my my healing because my felt like my healing was taking way longer than it should have or like I just could not seem to figure anything out and then when I um discovered this I was like oh my gosh this literally is bingo like this is the missing piece like this makes absolute perfect sense and I felt like that was like the final ending of my healing season and now I feel like I'm currently in transition like God is unplanting me from where I currently am at and planting me to where he wants to permanently place me in my next uh season which will be a major life change for me um so yeah with that I am going to hand this over to Rebecca. Now, she do, she does not have a severe um, case of complex PTSD, um, but she did experience some extended trauma growing up. And then also she is going to explain how it feels to be on the receiving end of someone that has complex PTSD because I know she is my best friend. She's like a sister to me and she is around me nearly like literally 24 7 so she gets to experience the ugly and the beautiful side of me and she has always like worked with me when I would go through complex PTSD and she would be the one that would like usually ground me and talk me back to reality and so she can explain what it feels like to have someone around you that deals with complex PTSD how weird it can probably be how how frustrating it can be when you're trying to talk to them and be like hey no you're not in that trauma anymore you need to separate your feelings that you're feeling right now and focus on reality and it can be frustrating because a lot of people with even just regular PTSD they don't understand that their flashbacks aren't reality in that moment until they could become grounded again so she'll speak on that um, experience as well so I'm gonna hand it over to her uh
1: yeah so yeah <laughs> so It is definitely a very frustrating experience, um, it's definitely been one of the things that I think has probably brought the most tension between us, um, in the last few years, but it's, like, I knew that she had PTSD to a degree, but, um, complex PTSD, it really brings an entirely new layer and um like it brought together a lot of the symptoms that i did not realize were actually related um you know and it can definitely be very frustrating i mean like even i actually have a degree in psychology and i still you know i don't always know how to deal with it but like she said grounding her you know being able to actually remind her of the truth, and, you know, even, um, you know, character of people that she is in a uh, traumatic moment with, like, if you know somebody who is going through that, don't take any attacks personally, and that is, I think, probably the biggest lesson that I have learned because I think at times it's almost separated us, because I'm like, it was almost like she can forget, you know, my character, even though, you know, I'm like, okay, you've known me for five years, and yet you were, you know, thinking that I'm going to abandon you, or, you know, whatever else. It was very frustrating, and you know, saddening, but I'm, like, realizing, okay, that's not, you know, that isn't who she is, this is just an emotional flashback, and all of the language and accusations or whatever else that's coming at me right now, it's not, like, it really is not personal, and I think that's probably the biggest thing Again, I keep saying it, and I will continue to keep saying it. Don't take it personally. You know, like she said, hugging somebody can really, really help. You know, I mean, before I've almost had to take her phone to kind of help to ground her. But, you know, do what you have to do to bring your friend or loved one back down to earth. So, um, I guess that is my biggest advice, um, you know, and as Hadassah said, just make sure that you actually get professional help, that, um, complex PTSD may be very different, from most, um, you know, most traumatic stress, but it's still under that umbrella, and so even if a professional is not fully well-versed in CPTSD, they can still actually have some kind of say and some professional experience that would actually be able to help you, um, work through your emotions and overcome them and actually learn some um healthy regulatory um responses and um like methods of how to actually rein yourself back in um because that was not something that I was never taught growing up so you know even me and my emotions occasionally you know I actually used to um, cut myself And that was one way that I actually learned how to deal, but it's not healthy. It's still, you know, bottling and that oftentimes, um, unless you actually release it slowly or in a healthy way, it will explode and it never comes out at the right time or the right person. So, um, it's very, very important to actually deal with with these things, and, um, do what you have to do to actually protect your emotions, and, um, those around you, because, um, you know, even when you see your loved one, you know, acting like a totally different person, it's still really, really important to remember that it's not their character, and it's not really even their heart. So to actually cut them some slack and just, um, you know, just ground them and do what you can do to actually help your friend get past that. So I am going to hand it back to Hadessa.
0: Wow, that is really good and so true. I mean, like, I can only imagine what it's like to experience me on the other side of all of this. Because to me, I'm like frustrated because no one understands how I'm feeling. And then to them, they also are frustrated because they don't like totally understand what I'm going through. I'm sure they would. They have a heart that wants to understand but doesn't understand because they're like frustrated that, that I'm taking it out on them. It's just a crazy cycle until you realize what you're going through and finding techniques to... Um, you know better ground you and release you from that emotional flashback that you are currently having so I did look up some resources on how to become free and I also just the other day had a friend that recently just got diagnosed with CPTSD and she got misdiagnosed and told that she had um, bipolar disorder as well as ADD which is very common with misdiagnoses with um, CPTSD, because of course, like I said, this is a very brand new um, diagnosis and a very unrecognized diagnosis. And I feel like so many people go through this very alone and don't understand. And they feel very alone in this because it's not widely discussed, nor is it widely understood. Um, But she said bullet journaling is very comforting to her. And um, I think she told me if I'm not mistaken to apply um, the war method Um, just look it up online say war method with CPTSD and it's bullet journaling she said that's very comforting to her but my biggest resource on how to become free from CPTSD is um, honestly pray and ask Hashem to lead you to the right person and he definitely will um, talk to a mentor, a trusted friend, and find a counselor. And like I said earlier, I know that only 10 counseling firms are completely certified in CPTSD in America, but it is still worth it to try and find someone to help counsel you. My biggest resource with this particular side of complex PTSD that I um, spoke about just a few moments ago is www.beautyafterbruises.org, and they will be able to connect you with the right resources to find the right counselor for your specific area in your area. I mean, your specific issue in your area, even if you think there's no one around you that could help you reach out to them. And it it has helped me so much Um, that in prayer and talking to those that have experienced the same things I have, and it has been so life giving. I'm praying for you and I pray that you become free from this and that you find the right person, the right mentor, the right friendships and the right counselor because community is so important when it comes to this and having a trusted friend be able to work with you and someone that you can talk to at any hour sometimes and like really help ground you. But yeah, thank you for joining us for another PTSD awareness topic. Um, The next topic will be covering, covering human trafficking awareness, which will be released the same time as this one is released. It was originally supposed to be released on the 24th, but I had to take a small hiatus from podcast episoding because of what I was currently going through and just feeling really down and depressed. Um, but that was something that I have always fought so hard to abolish and I've been affiliated with A21 hosting Walk for Freedom walks in my area. Um, They of course because of COVID-19 they are not doing anything this year as far as Walk for Freedom goes but they are still actively trying to abolish slavery and human trafficking all across the world and um, bringing awareness up so that's what I do. Um, I currently run Freedom Dance's freedom dancers with rebecca johnson which is um not only um, abolishing and bringing awareness to human trafficking awareness um, but it's also a dance studio that god laid on my heart many years ago to open up a rec and dance studio and a creative center for those that are troubled um like troubled youth to bring them back to yeshua so basically like sports dance um creative arts and as well as um bringing awareness and abolishing slavery and human trafficking. So I will see you then. And I thank you for tuning into today's episode and we will see you in the next episode. Shalom. And thank you. Thank you again for joining us this week. I hope that you enjoy today's podcast topic. If you did, please take the time to subscribe so that you do not miss anything coming up. We are every Friday and announce the topic every Sunday. I hope that you have a good week and we hope that you join us again soon. Shalom.